You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. It's a Grolix night, and we're live. Woo. All right. Oh, hey, I, we never introduce ourselves anymore. So, uh, oh, yeah, it, it's Randy. You can see it by my name right there. But it's Randy, and I'm joined by these guys. Who are you? I'm Pimp Grolix. <laughs> yes, you yeah, are. There you are, Pimp Grolix. And I'm Doppel Jesse. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Is he? I don't know. <laughs> Does he have all kinds of? Never mind. I got to stop. We. That's got, a I, secret. Don't tell to... anyone. No, hey, I, I can keep. Hey talking. guys, for one night and one night only, it's time to slap a Grolix on it. Are you ready? That's all I got. Wow. <laughs> you blew through this whole episode's budget of enthusiasm. Yeah, that's <laughs> really. all I had. It's I, over. I blew all of my enthusiasm. <laughs> Thank- i think i have half an endocrine gland left <laughs> thanks folks that's been our episode that's it all right <clears throat> okay. uh it was my birthday on uh yes. tuesday so i'm 42 which is the answer to life the universe and everything do you so do you have it all figured out no but i have the answer oh <laughs> good <laughs> it's gonna take another whatever hundred thousand years to figure that one out are you still trying to figure out the question? Yeah, the question. Question eludes me. Yeah, this week. This week is a, this is an event, eventful week for the Grolix crew because you just had your birthday. Grolix podcast just had six its six year anniversary. Uh, Melanie is off mic at the moment, but me and Melanie had our eleven year anniversary. Happy anniversary! Thank you. And I, I mean, I guess that's it nothing else <laughs> but that's 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 big things that's all yeah. the things. on top of a full work week so yeah. i mean right. come on that's not nothing so i mean like while while we're taking a moment and while we're pimping this episode uh there's no no reason not to spoil it what we did for our six-year birthdayversary was we uh basically did like a live let's play with an ai dungeon master yeah so we tested that and that was that that led to some hilarity. You should listen to that episode. I, I cannot stress this enough. You put up a pretty fun clip of it earlier. What today, right? What is today? I, mean, I, I think it was today, today or yesterday. Just, yeah. Recently you put up a clip of it. I mean, that's just a snippet of the crazy fun that we have interacting with robot <laughs> robot com- computers. It's one of those episodes where now I haven't been doing, I used to do the, like the little clips all the time on social media. Cause they're oftentimes in, in our episodes, there's a lot of fun little snippets. Generally I've been kind of too busy to do it lately, but right. this is one of those episodes where I was like, there's just too much good stuff. So I, I made time to pull at least that clip, but there's other, so many good, there's so many good moments from that episode. So yeah, um, it's a secret. Uh, wait, no, that's a secret that's a secret don't tell anybody that's the name of the episode and yeah you guys gotta go check it out because machine learning ai like what they've done with ai dungeon is pretty impressive but it's still (laughs) zeros and ones trying to figure out how to tell a story 
so it gets pretty wacky. Occasionally it gets nonsensical. I think we, we get a lot of laughs out of when it goes like kind of off the wall and you're like, what? But the best is when it kind of wraps around and makes sense in a way that you were not expecting at all. Right. And right. The way that episode ends, like I knew so good, so perfect. I knew and peek behind the scenes are the recording for that episode there. I actually cut 30 minutes of the episode at the beginning out because we did this whole like six year anniversary talk about Grog's podcast and where where the what we envision for the future spoilers. We we don't know, um, <laughs> but there's this whole 30 minute chunk. And I was like, nope, all that cut that all out. We need to get straight to the game because that's the episode. It's so fun. Yeah. That's definitely the entertainment. That's yeah. definitely the value. Point is, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to that, just go listen to that. It's way better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, until now, now we're going to be entertaining as gee golly heck. Anyway, so tonight we are going, we'll, we'll be talking, we've been doing, this is the, literally the 10th week in a row. We'll be talking Doctor Who, but this is the last episode of Doctor Who of the season. So this will be the last uh, Doctor Who discussion we'll have for a little bit until we randomly sidetrack another episode with with it maybe we'll talk about uh the myth maker or <laughs> some random the, the underwater menace yes just some random random doctor who talk uh but first we always or uh, the brains the brain of morbius because why would that come up I don't is that know. relevant i don't know if that's relevant maybe let's react at the news okay first we'll react at the news and then we'll react at the who's Yes. Oh, yeah. We need to not get totally sidetracked in the news so we can actually get to the yeah. get to Doctor Who talk before 845. I don't think that's a problem because I don't care about any of this news. OK, OK. Well, this none of this is like <laughs> big news. These are they're minor kind of interesting things. Uh, and first, before I'm probably going to forget it. So I want to mention uh, Ozark season three. Uh, if anybody's watching Ozark, um, it's a good show and you know, it's a good show. If you're not, it's a good show. Uh, but season three releases this month on March 27th. A new trailer went up. The trailer isn't anything amazing, whatever. It's 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 a TV show, but uh, Ozark's a pretty good show, and I'm excited to see it's coming back. Uh, that's the one with what's his name? Bateman. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Bateman. <laughs> Patrick Bateman. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's it's not quite Breaking Bad, but it's that kind of like. He's not an everyman like a, a normal guy, but he kind of it's like a normal family tied up in crazy criminal ongoings. So it's comparable in a way to Breaking Bad. The tone's different, but it's like if um, what's that one show? I'm not sure. The Cybermaster's got her. Oh no! Uh, no, I'm here. Okay, no, you're here. ready. You you were roboting um, out. Okay, well, that's weird, because for me, it was you. Oh. Mm. But, uh, no, Arrested Development, Arrested Development. Yeah, that guy. It's like if Arrested Development and Breaking Bad had a baby. Oh, that's actually, yeah, that's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty apt. Except for that baby. That's real bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That baby is neglected. That baby has got uh, some issues. It's going to have some problems in like life s- somehow yeah. neglected yet spoiled yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay no, real bad not getting sidetracked Ozark no. three coming out this month i'm excited uh our favorite listen 
we can't stay away from this guy. Our favorite New Zealand, uh, New Zealand-based filmmaker is—he's at it again. He makes Thor. That's all he needs. I mean, to be honest, I think I've only ever watched two of his movies: <laughs> What We Do in the Shadows and Thor uh, Ragnarok. But you know what? That's all I need. I heard Jojo Rabbit or whatever it's called is awesome. But I want to see it. I still haven't seen it, but I want to see it's it. It's great. Well. Taika Waititi. See, I could say it right sometimes. What? Okay, good job. We got it. He is making not one, but two Charlie and the Chocolate Factory animated series for Netflix. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got to make, he's gotta make the, the uh, both versions. Uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> he's got to do the Gene, the Gene Wilder version and the Johnny Depp version. That's actually yeah. pretty all funny. Right. I would love Good. That. All right. Okay. I guess I'm on board. Uh, I'm still confused, but I'm on board. What happened? <laughs> this guy, dude, this guy works. Like, what happened to that Flash, Flash Gordon thing he was tied to? Oh, like, that's right. Where'd that go? I don't it's know. Like, well, my, it's live action. No, it's going to be animated. I hope now he does that because I, I like it. I generally like it when they try to bring back like a Bronze Age property mm-hmm. when it's done well. And I feel like he could do it well. He's got enough camp and yet he's passionate enough mm-hmm. to make things happen. To not just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To give it substance, not just phone it in. Right. Well, who does, who does Flash Gordon belong to? No one. Well, that's mm-hmm. probably the thing because they're like only Marvel movies do good. So if it's not Marvel, then we're not going to do it. Somebody must people know it and like it. And I, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird enough. Somebody yeah. must. Somebody owns it. I don't think it's old enough that Flash Gordon's not old enough that he's a public domain character. RKO. Well, I mean, the the movie wouldn't be, but like the original radio drama, the original pulp, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. So anyway, Watiti, what he's doing for Netflix, uh, basically he's kind of signed. It sounds like he's signed on. Him and um, what is it? The company, the the Raw Doll Company. I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, signed on for a bunch of stuff. They're gonna make a bunch of things based on. Uh, for example, what were, what are some of the other ones? Uh, Matilda, the BFG, the Twits. Be reimaginings of those stories. I don't know. I know Matilda. B- BFG, the the one that Disney just did. I. It always makes me think of Doom, and I know that's oh, not yeah. right. So, yeah, no, it's so, uh, something giant. The big, funny giant. Something like that, something. Uh, anyway, so these animated things that he's doing is, uh, is there's going to be Charlie uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or something based more directly on Charlie and the Ch- Chocolate Factory, and then another property based on the Oompa Loompa characters. Oh no. So so uh Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's version of Minions. Oh. Can you imagine that? Hi Savannah. Savannah asked James and the Giant Peach. I don't I don't I don't I don't oh. know. I didn't like that one either. Savannah. I know Savannah loved it though cuz it stopped motion. She loves all that stuff. I I could get behind uh Watiti involved stop motion animated thing yeah i don't think there's any word on the, like what kind of animation these willy wonka projects will be uh okay moving on 
okay this i only added because i know mel melanie it's it's a melanie story yeah i don't care uh adam shankman to direct hocus pocus 2 at disney plus basically hocus pocus 2 i think we reported on that not long ago uh there's gonna be a, a sequel to hocus pocus so weird but it's um, gonna be directed to disney plus that's like direct to video but is that better or worse I feel like, like will tell. direct to Netflix is usually better than direct to video. Right, right. This They're is kind of direct different. to Disney, and Disney does some direct to video trash. So, well, just so if anybody who does did like Hocus Pocus, just so you know, um, Binks, whatever his name is, the, yeah, he, he's the guy from NCIS. Um, the, I don't know, I forget his name in NCIS, not you. Yeah, I still see. Um, but the guy, the, the the story here is just they they've announced a director, and this guy has previously directed hair, uh, the two thousand seven Hairspray, Step Up, A Walk to Remember. Um, I don't like any of those. What men want? I still don't like any of those. What he's, men want? He's is that a sequel to What Women? Yes, want? it is. Oh, God, why? Okay. Uh, he's currently in pre-production on Disney's Enchanted sequel titled Disenchanted. Yeah, this is going to be crap. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Hmm. Okay, yeah, Savannah, Savannah, I'm sorry. I'm a few minutes behind on these comments. Savannah clarified that Ronald Dahl wrote James and the Giant Peach and Matilda. Yeah, so, and Savannah agrees that those movies that this director guy has worked on is are awful um yeah so disney has like they've kind of entered into like i don't know whatever they have an agreement uh that they're going to be working with the company that owns those properties now uh to make a bunch of them i said netflix right okay <laughs> here's another here's another melanie story and it is a melanie story because i pulled this off of melanie's profile yeah, which also makes it, it's also a Savannah story. She's on the same thing. Hey, awesome. The kids in the hall to return to Amazon with new episodes. Yeah, and so I, Amazon. I, I like what? I like it. I like, I like, all, I like kids in the hall. I, it we, was one of, one of the ones I liked. Weren't we just talking, because we were talking about Reno 911 mm -hmm. going on some weird streaming service that I had never heard of. Uh -huh. uh, new, new Reno 911 skits or something. And weren't we, it wasn't said, this though. It was no, the whitest kid you know. No, it was the state. I wanted the, the state, state to come back because the, okay. the cast is a real nine one one. But okay. I, I also like Whitey's Kid, you know. So whatever, all of those are good, and they should all be there all the time. It's going to all the original members are returning, and Lauren Michaels is attached as executive producer. So yeah, weird, weird kids in the hall. But I, I mean, I've kind of seen this coming, right? Like we're now hitting the '90s resurgence. Sure, yeah, where you, they've remade all the '80s stuff. And I, it's like 90s is coming, 90s is coming, and it's it's here. Kids in the Hall is one of my favorite, like you can make it type things because I can't, I don't know his name, I don't know anybody's name, but one of that one of the actors in that was a, a member of the audience and was like heckling them or something, and they were like, "Oh, you think you could do it better? Then come up here." And then now, and then he just stayed forever, and you know became part of the cast because <laughs> he was he was better. I did not know that. That's funny. Yep. All right, what else we got? I actually wasn't going to do any uh, coronavirus stories, but 
I was surprised at how many, like, so, you know, it's all over the news. It's all over Facebook. It's all over everything. Mm -hmm. uh, Savannah said Dave Foley. Yeah. Is um, that the guy that, um, that yeah, jumped up on stage or whatever? Yeah. Ah, gotcha. But I was surprised when I loaded up my little collection of uh, news articles and stuff, how many articles were about, uh, of entertainment news, I should specify, uh, was uh, about the coronavirus. I was like, what, what, what is all this? Why? What's this? Um, the, now, there's a bunch. But the big story is that No Time to Die, the new Bond movie, is getting pushed back due oh, to the release. pushing a full movie back. Yeah, it's getting pushed back due to the uh, the, the virus. Um, it will be... It's going to be, they're going to push back the release from in the UK from November 12th or till November 12th and November 25th in the US. It was scheduled to open April 8th. So they're pushing it back way later in the year. I know that they are um, thinking about postponing WrestleMania because, wow. because it's in Tampa Bay and there are like reported cases down there. And people come from all over the world, typically, to see WrestleMania. So it would affect their bottom line on this. So I don't know. I've, I've heard that they're not only, well, I've heard that schools, this is like normal, everyday stuff. No schools and funerals were looking into like tele-services so that they could not have people come, but still attend and see, you know, go to school classes or, um, funerals which is crazy to me. i i have a friend who um teaches in in hong kong uh via you know she she's living in the uk right now uh -huh. and she's tele tele teaching yeah. because hong kong no she's not yeah. going to be in the classroom right right yeah i mean there's so i'll have in the in the audio version of this on our website which will also have this video embedded um, I'll have links to these articles, but IndieWire has pretty much a rundown of every film, TV show, and event, you know, entertainment-related event affected by it. Um, a lot of in foreign country, in other countries, you know, the shooting of certain things is being postponed. There's several productions that are being pushed back altogether. The Olympics, the Olympics, I'm pretty sure aren't going to be able to. Oh, yeah, well, they're they're talking about potentially not having the Olympics. Um, companies like Apple, Netflix, and Amazon have all pulled out of the uh, 2020 South by Southwest Film Festival. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Some of it, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, hasn't been released in China yet. They put, they're putting that on hold indefinitely. Well, he's so fast that he could travel across continent <laughs> and just spread that thing like wildfire. I believe this is a good this is a good move. Ban that little blue guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of interesting, like, <laughs> pent up anger uh, at Sonic in that statement. Right <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Paul says big comics are pulling out of cons due to the coronavirus or just due to Corona. He didn't specify. <laughs> There's not enough limes. <laughs> and if you don't have limes, that stuff's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, I think no. it's either way. So. That's a good noise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. moving on. Sorry. Moving on. Okay. Um, this is arguably the like biggest news of the week. At least made nerds like take a break. Yeah, like in our 
in our realm of things, definitely. Right. Uh, so I have an article linked here. The article is not that important because the whole thing is this is a Twitter news story and I have pictures. Uh, yeah. So uh, the director of the Batman released uh, some pictures of the new Bat- Batmobile from the movie. It's a muscle car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why, why people get so excited about the cars and the outfits. I mean, that's like the least important stuff to me. But that's that's the Batman stuff. Like, I kind of get your point. Is but... it, though? It looks like the Punisher's stuff. I, I know, right? I was going to say, that looks <laughs> like that looks like the Punisher mobile that he made in the Thomas Jane Punisher movie. That I was like, he made his own Batmobile. Well, we've come he full did. circle. He sure did. And then I, they used it in the Batmobile movie. I guess maybe the back fins make it look a little Batmobile-y, but it does it doesn't it doesn't look like a Batmobile. It just looks like a it looks like a, a Savannah said it looks like a charger. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it looks rad, but it looks like Mad Max rad. The windshield needs a widow's peak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not good for visibility. And we all know Batman is all about visibility in his vehicles because normally he's <laughs> going he's through a stealthy. <laughs> like a ninja but he's in a car uh uh, yeah i don't know it looks okay what i kind of like the idea from what they've shown savannah says it's a dodge challenger Um, yeah she sells cars she knows that's too stop it man stop knowing all these things it's good somebody needs to we don't nope (laughs) we're not even a little okay okay go ahead and know it Paul says you can't beat American muscle. What was I going to say? You guys, you guys. Uh, what I was going to say was, I don't know. It's gone. It's gone. Sorry. It's okay. This is the show. Making forget. Uh, you guys could talk while I'm trying to think of what to say, though. <laughs> okay. Sorry, my dog's doing dog noise. Things. Um, Batman car. Oh man! <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, here's what I was it's, gonna say. Thanks. If if okay. Batman '66 went on for another ten years, this would be Batman '77. Well, that's the thing that that was the first thing that it made me think of is um, Francesco Francavilla, uh, comic book artist. Oh yeah. Uh, several years ago, he released it. Was basically just like concept art or fun art, and I know he, you know, he pitched it to DC, but. He did a bunch of uh, pieces called Batman 72, and it was basically like 70s uh, noir, not noir, uh, 70s detective Batman, uh, very stylized, but it was totally Batman in a black muscle car. Um, <laughs> it reminded me of that. And then also with some of the pictures of his bat suit, but also like that they had, there was a picture of his motorcycle. I was like, it kind of looks, I, I like the idea since they're, it seems like they're doing like a year one Batman early Batman to where it's like where he's it's it looks like stuff that he could make in his garage or cage or cave I mean his cage his cage he's just a bat despite in a cage. all of his rage yep yeah still just a bat in a cage you know it looks it's more hands-on like stuff he built himself before he like started mass ordering fabricated things and whatever until and Morgan Freeman went to build yeah, exactly. Before he had a Lucius Fox to uh, have Chinese workers order it, <laughs> or manufacture it, whatever. And that ties back into the coronavirus. Full circle. 
is Lucius Fox a, a, a comic book character or is that something they made up in the movie? He is, but I honestly can't remember off the top of my head if he was a comic book character first or not. I think I'm pretty I sure he was. I'm yeah. pretty sure he was, yeah. Okay, I mean, he he got a more prominent role after he be, got a more prominent role, but yeah, I think uh, he he was originally involved. The other Batman story I have is just some more casting news. Uh, they cast twins Max and Charlie Carver. I don't know these guys. Uh, the picture that ComingSoon.net has is is not, uh, you know, does not excite me. I'm some teen or early 20 something girls at this point might be excited about it but they were in the not actual teen wolf teen wolf on mtv oh no that's right they were the fake teen wolf oh yep so and then they yeah they played up their whole twin thing as a power really yeah it was teen wolf (sighs) i couldn't even finish it yeah, I didn't I even try. Why would you try? Well, I tried, and and it was like Why? basic. Well, it was basic, basic teen werewolf thing. Basic so, is right. So, well, it was real basic. Yeah, yeah. Yup. And then it just got bonkers to the point where I couldn't even. They they tied in some interesting mythology stuff. Like the one gal was like Kitsune, which was kind of cool. Like they they tried to they tried to pull in on all sorts of you know lichens of some sort so hmm. yeah i watched some of it i couldn't finish it, it was... all you need is a school dance and basketball and werewolves <laughs> i guess so i guess and so. band surfing yeah uh speaking of which jason bateman he was teen wolf also yeah i remember that that yeah, Two. That that was not great. <laughs> that was not a great. <laughs> no, that was bad. It was so yeah, bad. Was not great. Uh, and then this this will segue us segue us into Sega. Our... Uh, oh, there's that Sonic the Hedgehog again. Slow down, kids around. <laughs> Paul says. <laughs> Paul says Batman meets the Wonder Twins. Well, that's the thing. Oh. Like that's what makes it somewhat interesting. Casting news because you're like twins. Oh, what? fair enough. Yeah. Also, though, I'm a little concerned. We, I'm not going to go over it again because we did last episode. I think we went through kind of like everybody who's been cast so far. It's a whole lot of characters in this movie. That's a whole <laughs> lot of villains. Like Arkham. They don't. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. They they just don't seem. They to shouldn't work. do that. I'm not. I'm not condoning that. It's been like over well over fifteen. When did Spider-Man three come out? That's when it. That's when it seemed like the industry was like, "Oh, okay, we get it. We overdid it." They don't learn though. But, oh. but that Spider-Man still made more money than all the new Spider-Man since it. Well, that's true. Yeah, it's because that's it followed be- the that's good because Spider-Man. It's really hard to come back from three. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> like, like Amazing Spider-Man got them like and shaky ground and then they got jamie fox and that was so bad so bad i'll punch myself in the face for watching that movie i did i never watched it but one of the complaints i kept hearing was they just crammed a whole bunch of villains in well it's uh, uh, that and and they had jamie fox doing jim carrey's the riddler yeah his electro take was basically the riddler from batman forever you mean tommy lee jones's uh 
Two Face. Yeah. Because no, that would have been thing. better. I would have been in. Uh, be- <laughs> no, it was this whole. I'm best friends with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. We understand each other. They no, are. Don't. I'm sorry, you had to waste some of your life watching that. It was they, dumb. It's they so were bad. all doing. They were all just doing. The uh, '60s Joker. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I agree with Savannah. Yeah, Spider-Man Two is probably the best. In that, yep. I liked it because you could actually tell Sam Raimi directed it, unlike the first Bat or Spider-Man. He actually had Sam Raimiisms in there, and I liked it. Yeah. Oh, was the car? Man. Was the car there? Oh, the cars in all of them. The, the cars. What? Uh, Uncle. What's his name? Uncle Ben drove. Is that his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The rice guy? Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, so let's segue. I've got a Doctor Who news story here. Now, caution, word of warning. This story has not been confirmed by the BBC. It's only been spread by every major news outlet. This ran on the Daily Mirror and also Radio Times. What is Is that the title? Is just Radio Times? Yeah, uh, radio. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Um, I hope this is true because the, <laughs> I've been waiting for it. It's yeah, yeah. Season. I don't know. I don't know. If One of them won't let that happen. I think he's gonna. Be this. It, oh man! If there's one thing I've been excited about this season, the, the one thing I've been excited about this season of Doctor Who, it's getting some of these guys out of there. So, uh, according to the story, uh, Bradley Wash. Bradley Walsh, who plays Graham, will be quitting Doctor Who after this year's Christmas special, which is also not confirmed that it's a Christmas special. It's just might be Christmas, might be New Year's. BBC, uh, as far as I know, hasn't said on that either. But in addition to that, uh, Tosin, Tosin, Tosin Colt, Ryan is also (laughs) is also supposed to be leaving. And according to the story, uh, Man Dip Gill, Yaz will remain. Good, because she's the only one that I like. Same here. Yeah, and Man Dip is a great name again. It is sorry. Well, and the, she's got the. I mean, maybe it's a confusing chemistry, but she's got a chemistry with the Doctor. A little bit, but more than that, I think it's she seems the kind that would have the adventurous spirit to do the things that she does with the Doctor. The other two don't seem like they really do. Right. Well, and they definitely set that up. And by set that up, I mean, made her act suddenly out of character. Like, oh, now this is her character in two, like, two episodes ago. Right. Well, I think before that, even she was. But part of that is being a police officer, too, I think. Yeah, I suppose. She, I don't know what it is like. Because it's not like, really, the show's given her much more to do. Or that much more character. I, I guess maybe... I mean, when you're trying to balance and flesh out four characters at the same time and three of them really don't matter. Yeah. Especially like it's been painfully obvious they they, there's nothing for Graham to do. Ryan and Graham, both of their their character arcs ran up last season. Like Ryan, they just kind of very loosely recycled the same thing. Like at the beginning, he couldn't play basketball. And at the end of the season, he can throw a bomb like a basketball. Oh my no! god, you're right. It's exactly the same. Oh no. It's the bike. I can't ride a bike. I can ride a bike. I and can't throw a basketball. Now I kill the Cyberman. Oh wait, I didn't. 
and the show has been very unsubtly setting unsubtly setting up especially with i thought a little bit with yaz too but especially with with ryan like you know he's got he's got a friend that we met this season so which means he has a life outside of this <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's right that friend didn't exactly and he's take... and now his new fear is that he's gonna leave it all behind yeah we've nothing left when he comes back he's so afraid you know what dr who needs to do well actually <laughs> and this is one of the things i think they did better with Mandip than with the other two they gave her a family and like they gave her that stuff beforehand like things beyond just being a friend of the doctor that's so true they, they need to treat them like they're puppies you know and like, okay, this is a puppy. We've got to give it its own like puppy characteristics. And it's going to be here for a while because you can't just give a puppy away right away because they already love you. And then they're going to be traumatized if you try to give them away, you know? <laughs> what about Turlo, though? Who's Turlo? Turlo sucks. <laughs> Turlo is not good. I mean, at least Turlo was unique in that. Dude, Turlo was not a good guy. No, ever. He, he was like, he was definitely one of the crappiest people that has been a companion like he wasn't a good guy that kind of made turlo a little interesting um, and he was ginger you're right mm -hmm. <gasps> wow i know but like you no know, you're right i i'm a little surprised at how little they've done with yaz's family backstory mm -hmm. um but because they were all up in rose's family when she had a mom oh, but, goodness. and martha and but, donna yeah, yeah. Ryan and Graham are, that's their family. Ryan and Graham are family and there's like no one else. Ryan's deadbeat dad that we met in an episode. And then uh, Graham's wife who died the first episode of the last season. So like. And she would have been a much better companion than he, he was. Yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, if this is true, I'm excited because I really feel like the show didn't know what to do with them most of last season and definitely not this season so i think basically they wanted to give jody whittaker a reason to say fam over and over and over again which is i hate that yeah it's kind of dumb and and graham can be amusing but yaz has i don't know not necessarily i'm so conflicted on her I, well i'm so <laughs> conflicted on her acting i i think because in the last season there were parts with her where i was like that was real bad and i don't know if it was just Maybe it was just the shooting, the you know, the production, or if it was the writing or what. But then this season she had a few moments where I was like, okay, she's yeah, she's not bad. She's she's pretty good. I think she's a Jody where we know she can act, she just can't act with the stuff that they're giving her. Yeah. I, you know? Yeah. Savannah says, I hate the word fam. I didn't. In fact, <laughs> in fact, we have on on Messenger. We have the Grolix chat group for. Oh, that's right, and it's called the Grolix Fam. And after like this season, I was looking at that. and I'm like, <laughs> oh, why did I why did I call it that? Maybe we're a gang like the Warriors. Come on, oh. maybe we're the Grolix gang now. Yeah, we're tough. We're gonna make yeah. signs. We're we a type yeah, gang. gang is the family you choose and get in fights with other families <laughs> with. <laughs> <laughs> gang rather, families rather than each other because that's yeah. what real families do yeah okay so <laughs> that's true oh no i said Woo! we i mean technically we've already started it but i said we wouldn't wait till 8 45 to get to doctor who it's 8 42 so let's do it let's talk about this episode <laughs> doctor who season 12 episode 10 or series 12 sorry 
UK. Uh, the Timeless Children. Uh, I don't know how long we can hold off on spoilers, so I'm just going to say spoilers. Yeah, we're going to spoil if, this thing. If you haven't watched this episode yet, there's Raph the Bat. There's going to be titles problematic. Yeah, it is. Kind of inaccurate. I, like, I get what they're getting at with it, but yeah, okay. You're right. It is. Um, such a. I mean, listen, there's opinions about this episode. The internet oh, is full of some, opinions. Yeah. What did they're, you... they're all they're all correct and valid, and they're all garbage and wrong <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah, simultaneously. This was this was an episode where I was like, I have to go to YouTube and see how angry people are. <laughs> yes, yes, let the anger flow through you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I was like, okay, too much, too much. Where's the good stuff? <laughs> oh, no, oh no, oh no. Okay, look before we jump in properly, uh what did you guys what did you guys think of this episode? If it was just that episode by itself, it would be not that bad. But when you're going to work with a show that has as much history as Doctor Who has, and then you're just gonna crap all over it, that is not okay, in my opinion. It's good. Yeah, no, it's good. A I lot of people would agree with you right now. I can't tell if this is the best dumb show or the dumbest best show <laughs> okay it's, it's both it's both it's got so much crunchy nerd history stuff that i was just like ooh and ooh and ooh and ooh and i'm like that's so dumb please get that off of my screen right now that's so dumb there but morbius doctors are cool there are two things in this episode that i really just despise mm. one thing i can overlook the end i can overlook because i'm like whatever it's doctor who it's not the worst ending to doctor who right. there's the big thing i hate with a passion hate yeah. it yeah i agree otherwise i actually kind of like this episode <laughs> like if it weren't for that which it was entertaining i'll give it that but there are uh, times that just pulled me right out and i'm like i'm gonna narrate for about 15 minutes so i better push pause yeah Paul, were you wrong? Were you, did you feel wrung out? He says, it's, Paul says, it's not the payoff I was promised. I was put away dry. <laughs> well, there's still more that's got to come into play in the next episode, but so maybe some of the things will still come true or whatever. Like the, you know, the electric things, people that came. Well, maybe we're going to see oh. them, but that's not. Uh, those were Cybermen. I'm, yeah. conv- I'm still convinced they are, but I'm surprised that didn't come into play. Yeah, this was the season yeah. finale. Like, oh, it was. I thought there was another one. Yeah, part one. Oh, well, no. then, I really hate it now. That's stupid. Why <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. season finale. Mm-hmm. And who knows with how the Doctor Who production goes? We're going to get a special t- at the end of the year, and then hopefully they're not going to wait another year full year before they release a new one they're gonna make it a, they're gonna make it a river song where they're like this is a thing and they're like oh maybe it's not we'll just kill her off real quick because they know how bad it is it's gonna be all about ryan and graham leaving uh, that's what it's gonna be uh, what, oh 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 wait are we going right to the ending to the rtd 10th doctor ending we can do this however you guys want it's shada is it 
This guy, it's gotta be Shada, isn't it? Is it? It's either that or the pri- it's not the prison that they were holding uh, River Song in. So it's almost got to be Shada. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Which is only just referenced in the show that was n- that never was. That the end, the very very end is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Man, who knows? They, they've ended. It's the exact same ending that well, you mentioned. Russell T. Davies, like he did the same thing. Oh yeah, they ended the over season the same way. Like, come on. So okay, let's start. Let's start this off with things that we liked, or uh, unless you didn't like anything. <laughs> I don't think we started off with that. <laughs> I don't think we did that. What you mean we've already started? <laughs> I think you're trying to. Re- I feel like you're trying to wreck on this episode. Okay. Like he was trying to retcon 50 years of Doctor Who. I don't know if you guys could see it, but I titled this post, uh, the video post, The Timeless Plot Holes. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, so many. I oh, like we when, won't have time for that. What I like when you have the Doctor and uh, the Master up a little bit and they're, you know, be friendly with you and share this with you, thing, even though he's being evil because he is evil. I like that. I like their, you know, their, I like their relationship. I like the way they play with it. That's about the only thing that I liked. I, as much as I've really been unhappy with this master, I, the master is kind of my favorite part of this episode. I think mm-hmm. there's some parts I could do without, like he goes, he, and maybe I'm not going to say it's the actor because part of what is appealing to me about this act, is the, this master is how he's acted, but maybe it's the direction or maybe he just needs to be reeled in. But I hate when he goes Looney Tunes, when he he goes too goofy and like he does that several times this episode. And I hate that. However, what? Go ahead. I was going to say, if, if it's the master, if it was really the master, he should be crazy. He should be super crazy because look at that, what he's been through. He was like slime or something and he came back into a person. I mean, he should be nuts. Really? But OK, go on. Melanie, I'm so glad that you referenced that version of the master because I'm going to reference it later. but i would say i like well i like i like his kind of manic nature i just wish it wouldn't go so looney tunes and goofy at times but i love what i love what he like browbeats himself that he didn't get that that i'll cut you down to size (laughs) he's like he totally derails himself for a second because he didn't get the one-liner in i realized i think the best writing this episode is in the master i actually i love how the master is written because like, dude, he has some such like good lines, and the way it's delivered is pretty good. It's just usually followed up with a hee. But uh, I love it when he's menacing. This doctor has done menacing as good as any doctor, or not doctor master. This master has done menacing as good as any master for a long time. Like, I love he feels he, menacing. He has the com. He does. He does because, oh, and his his reaction to like, basically his gamble on whether the death particle would uh activate oh, yeah and kill them all. Oh. like he kind of that just wants a, to die and i was that, like wow that that's scene. actually really Ooh. dark yeah yeah that scene and and then when uh he gets the doctor to come along to gallifrey and he's like try me i will shrink one of these guys i don't even care who these people are and then he liked i like that he's like good luck humans as he left it i was like yeah Weird. <laughs> um, but my favorite one of my favorite lines of his was but he's like 
talking over the whatever hollow CG CD or CB radio, the hollow walkie talkie. Uh, to the, so he calls them Sibes. <laughs> Does he? I didn't even catch that. <laughs> yeah, but he he's like, I'll roll out the red carpet for you. Then he looks over to the doctor. He's like, <laughs> it's red with the blood of our people. <laughs> I thought oh that my was god, that was good. so dark. There's yeah. some good writing. I just wish he would like the performance was reeled in a bit. Otherwise, right. I, he might be. He could almost be one of my favorite masters if he just would reel it back a little. So and of course, of course, we don't get to keep him. Maybe I, think, I don't know. I think I think if he shaved the sides of his beard so it was just a goatee, he would really feel it, and then it would be perfect. Right, Ooh, give him yeah. that proper classic master look. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Uh, if he survives, they should like gray his temples. I was but, about yeah. to say he's going to get like, some gray streaks from this uh, his harrowing experience with the death. Bring it up there. <laughs> that said like i didn't really like i I, the moment between uh yaz and uh graham i thought was okay it is weird i've heard a lot of complaints that like they never interact so it doesn't feel right um and i can feel like they wrote it well though because her her reaction to his to his moment was perfect because they don't interact I felt like it was it was appropriately awkward and funny. It and Graham seems like the type of old guy that would like in this situation like that would go over the top, over the yeah. top, the saccharine on on a yeah. on you. Get a little bit too precious, and then mm-hmm. and she's like, "All right," <laughs> and that's why they don't interact. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we hate. Do we get through the stuff we like? Because I really didn't say anything positive, you, I don't think. Did, I, did we? I don't know. Do you, I, no. I like the acting. I did like the okay. acting. Uh, I don't... Like like you said, uh, the direction was, was a problem because I think that the acting could have been even better. Mm. Like, I think they acted really well with what they were given. I think some of the writing was hokey and I think some of the direction was spotty. But... Uh, the act, the acting, pretty much across the board, was pretty okay. Ex- except like the things where I'm like, that's just bad writing, right there. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were given a line and they had to, they had to deliver it, and they delivered it fine. So they delivered it with the passion it deserves. I did like, I did. Oh, I loved, <laughs> I loved when they were hiding inside of the Cybermen, and they they basically went over the whole thing of like, in order to hide inside of these Cybermen, we have to dig out human remains. Yeah, that's and gross. then and then like the lone Cyberman or whatever we're calling him now, uh, was like like hunting them down. I mean, like suspension of disbelief because it's like, dude, you just turned the other Cybermen on. That's all you do. Like if you're questioning it, you just turn them on you just do whatever you did to the other ones but it made for a fun scene where he's like nose to nose with a cyberman and you can see him through the mesh eyes that was pretty cool and there was some tension because i was i was like and there's been like rumors of like well graham's on his way out anyway i was like are they gonna kill a companion they might kill a companion and it seems like it's gonna be graham if they do uh so there was some some tension there. Oh, real quick, bringing that up. With this one and the one before, these two episodes, why were why did young people keep sacrificing themselves for like guys that were eighty nine? 
It just makes sense to me. I mean, that's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Like I had a long life, let him die. And you go like, no, you go, yeah. Yeah. That's been kind of a theme, especially in this two-parter. Yeah. It's weird. Um, I was going to say the other, the, the other problem is like somewhat, because I meant about the tension, like, you know, are they going to kill a, a companion? Why did they report like a couple weeks ago that Jody was going to be back for next season? Like, why don't they hold some of those stories back? That's a good yeah. question. Maybe but, because they figured it would get leaked either way. I don't know. But they I, they held the they hold the um the doctor reveal so closely guarded secret. Like, why couldn't they hold like she'll be back as a secret? There's then there's no tension with the end of this episode where right. it's like, is she really going to kill herself and every? Well, you know she's not, but like, there's no tension there because you're like. Well, maybe, maybe she was going to do a, a whole Dalek thing where she's like, I can't destroy a whole, you know, race of people. Well, and I would say she did, but she, but she didn't. Yeah. Right. Still. She right. let the master get in her head and screw up. Uh, and I did like that scene. As much as I hate that we haven't even touched on the big thing that I really hate. Like I hate the central concept of this whole episode. <laughs> I think the way that the master reacts to that concept and also, as goofy as it is, his plan with the whole like the the Siberium and all this, I think that is on point for the ma- like this master. I think the writing for his reaction to that is good. I just think the central concept is a bad idea. Right. You think that the master's feelings about things now are the same types of feelings he's always had, and he just couldn't accept it. Where he's like, "Yeah, let's destroy everything that's organic." It it varies. It varies from different times. I was gonna, I would say different masters, but it seems to vary within the same masters. Sometimes he wants to destroy everything. Sometimes he just wants to be the ruler of everything. Sometimes he just wants to put the doctor in the doctor's place. I, it seems to vary. And we don't yeah. know what version of the master this is. Uh, presumably, this is the one right after Missy, but maybe he's gone through a few regenerations and he's just bonkers now. Even within yeah. this episode, he partially wants to die. Mm-hmm. He partially wants to destroy all living things. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of wants to rule everything. Like it's a little. Let everyone live to uh, talk about his victory, his ultimate victories. So, how do you go with cyber masters and not cyber lords? Cyber lords. Yeah, like no kidding. Oh, God. Yeah. That would have been <laughs> way better. It, it would have made more sense. But cy- cyber lords are too close to cyborgs, I think, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Well, he's like egomaniac enough to call them cyber masters. Yeah. I mean, that tracks, but so are we getting into that? Because the, the oh. crappy part, the worst part of the whole thing, that was their big reveal thing, that thing. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I, I haven't even touched on this. Jesse, I hate have- this with a white, hot, fiery passion. I hate mm-hmm. this so much. Which which thing, Jesse? Because I know the you have Cybermen, a lot. The Cybermen. Okay. This, oh. this they built this thing pretty much all season. I mean, maybe not all season, but ever since the Jadoon, at least. They the lone Cyberman, they built him up, they give him some mystique. He's properly menacing. He brings back a proper Cyberman invasion. You're like, like they're kind of a force and they're kind of scary. And then they meet the master and then they meet the master. I actually kind of appreciate that they built the lone cyber kind of, I mean, I guess they, 
It's been like they put three episodes at least into the Lone Cyberman, which he actually appeared himself. So that's something. Right. They built the Lone Cyberman up. So, and I appreciate that ultimately, then the master's just like, bloop. Yeah. Just, just it turns it into a, and, yeah. a weird com a comic bit almost. Um, yep. He also goes, oh, speaking of, uh, okay, well, Melanie had a comment there too, but Paul said, uh, or is he pre Missy? He goes a little Missy in when he's like, just because this seems like a thing Missy would do because she had a weird sexuality to her that other masters or doctors for that matter didn't have, where he's like, he goes up to the lone Cyberman and he gets real close. He's like, show me some leg talking to the Siberium. Like, oh, let's see what you look like. Show me some leg. I thought that was weird, <laughs> but uh, it was a little bit of Missy right there. Yeah. That's very much her. I mean, she was fondling Daleks bumps, you know, talk about the dogs, whatever's <laughs> whatever's <laughs> like Missy. Right. Missy was weird too. Okay. She was out there. So was Sims, you know, like Sims and Missy together. Oh yeah. So, and, and that's another fact. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not trying to sidetrack your complaint about this thing because the, I mean, it seems like the master has a plan, but like when he gets into it, he obviously doesn't. He's just kind of winging it. But watching this, it a doesn't second, work. It doesn't work in any way either. You know, like like it makes me mad because the Cybermen don't get to. They lose all agency again, again. Mm -hmm. But then it doesn't work. Like like my sci-fi brain can't wrap around it. Like the master kills. The Time Lords, they're dead, right. they can't right. regenerate, right? Exactly. Oh, but he's got a bunch of their bodies or something, and supposedly now that works because now the Time Lord rules are broken, so now they can just do whatever. All I need is some DNA, I guess, and How? now they can li limitlessly regenerate, even though the rules were 13 regenerations. But let's just, just shove them in a can, and but, now they work forever. And why do they not? Sorry, Sorry they did, they didn't bring them out until after he had the doctor in that little circle loop thing living in the matrix maybe that's when he regenerated them because he had to have her there to make it happen yeah but you, they didn't do any of that you put yeah, you, i know they didn't but i'm just trying to fix it for them because right. that's what i do but yeah right. but they we're the viewers it's not our place to fix their bad writing it's but, kind but of i know but i don't want them to ruin it you know oh I, I understand right. i get right. it uh, I don't. Why did they not regenerate? Like, how did he kill them and they don't regenerate? But exactly. then when he but now they can them, regenerate, that doesn't make sense. And when the doctor dies and regenerates, he doesn't regenerate his clothing too. So why does the metal bits? Why would the machine what, stuff? That was one of my arguments. Was like if they did regenerate and they weren't actually dead in the first place, then they'd be alive again. And they would almost need to be re-cyber converted. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But they do have the same clothes on, don't they, when they regenerate that they had on before? Yeah, yeah. but it's not like the clothes regenerate if they're damaged or something. Right, that, that's true. Like, Because the doctor doesn't like regenerate and have his new, his or her new outfit. Right. There's always, they always, that's kind of always, a, that's become a big thing where the doctor regenerates and then like oh, searches for the new, like their new look. Yeah. Right. Well, Maybe, um, maybe they just didn't. We didn't see it because everyone in these last few episodes dies from concussion or something. None of them actually get hurt. They all just like, oh, there's an explosion next to me, and then they die. 
I, I just feel like they they ruined both things at the same time. No, they ruined more than that, though, because they ruined the well, doctor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, like, like just funneling in on just this thing, because we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, okay. So I I totally agree with you, Jesse and Melanie on this. Like, it, it, it's kind of dumb. But I was like, well, why does it, it is dumb? It doesn't really make sense. But why doesn't it bother me as much as the other thing? Well, the other thing's much bigger, but then I was thinking like, well, think about the Sims master with when he had this big evil plan to turn everyone on earth into him. And it was just all these people with badly comped on Sims heads. And I was like, yeah, that was dumb. That was just real dumb. So like it's that level of stupidity is not unprecedented. And I don't think this is quite as bad as that. I guess the idea of, I hate it so much though. (laughs) (laughs) it's it's dumb look i mean like it's it's equal parts really well designed like it looks it looks good for what it is but it's like why'd you do that why why'd you go and do that don't please don't ever 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 do that again everybody thinks they have to be all epic and they don't understand they just don't understand this was the this was the moment where he became the eighth master or the eighth doctor master and he dressed them for the occasion. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. You were talking about even like put on the capes. <laughs> yeah. They had frigging capes. You got to dress for success, man. Can I, can I real quick? <sighs> totally like mouth and not in, in this conversation at all. I was putting some lotion on my elbow cause it was all dry and it's Waikiki beach co- uh, coconut. So, oh. And so, yeah, just, just interesting. Just yeah, what's key? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that, guy get, that guy makes everything great. He does, he does. Even elbows. Even, yeah, that's what he was saying. <laughs> All right. Paul says the sincerity in Jesse's comment was great. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about, okay, let's talk about the thing I hate. Okay. We didn't even talk about the end, but whatever. The timeless child reveal. Mm-hmm. This is so stupid. Like I was, <laughs> I was enjoying this. They brought episode. back Shabogans, though. <laughs> they referenced the deadly assassin. If you are, if you are more upset <laughs> about the cyber time lords than you are about this, I, my mind is blown. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, because because that's just. I'm not saying this ruins because everybody's like it ruins the doctor. I'm not saying it ruins it, the doctor, but it, it cheapens it. Yeah, it changes it's silly and I hope it's a lie in a way I don't like at all it, because it doesn't bother me because I don't believe it. I like the idea the doctor's just a rogue, a, a rogue time lord, mm-hmm. just a rogue time lord, a madman in a box, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now the doctor is an immortal space Jesus who granted oh, time lords life ever never ending, except for they put their own cap on it. It made it made the doctor Neo, the one, the chosen one. And I yeah. hate that. I hate that. Like, what a lazy, lazy, boring concept at this point. Like, that's such a trope in all the big, like, the it's the hero. Like, it's such a boring trope. You didn't need to do it. Like, it was unnecessary. Like, if I, w- I would even be fine if, like, there's this whole, like, batch of regenerations pre Hartnell that the doctor doesn't remember. That's fine. They established that with the word. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. If they retcon this thing, that's where they'll walk it back to. It's like, okay, so the Ruth doctor counts and some of these Morbius, uh, brain of Morbius 
regenerations count, even those, even though those were like Easter egg writers for the series. Um, like that was Robert Holmes. Like you could still do that <laughs> without making. <laughs> you could still do that without making Doctor the the chosen one. Right. Yeah. I'm okay with them mind wiping the doctor and it being kind of a nefarious thing like this, the division thing. I'm hoping that the timeless child thing is, is pure speculation from the master. And, and that's not all or better yet. Something that they planted in the, in the matrix to screw people in the future or whatever, when they tried to break into it. It's it kind of, I think it's going to come down to future show writers. If they right. get a show writer in there in the future that hates this as much as some of the fans do, they'll they'll retcon it out. Please uh, do because this opens up a whole another area too. Where like, where the hell did this kid come from? You know, and, and I I think the whole thing to me it seems lazy. The whole thing I think is just to freshen up the Doctor Who lore, like so so that we know there's a time he's a time he she's a Time Lord from from Gallifrey and like, we know their backstory, but like there was still enough mystery in there that you could explore. There's still enough like areas you could, or you could just, I don't know, come up with something interesting to like explore about their past. If you really need something to explore about the doctor's past, but instead it was just the super lazy, uh, no, everything you do is a lie. There's all these re countless regenerations before. And the doctor's not even from Gallifrey. They're from some other dimension. Think of all the mystery and future, easy, <laughs> lazy, fuck, Freaking stories we could come up with. Because you know what they did? They 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 said, okay, this is this, but then there's all this other stuff we get open now to explore. That's the thing. All the us. all the canon that they that they have ignored for a long time. He basically said, uh, it's all okay. It's all it's all open. You yeah. know, like like because the brain of Morbius thing, people just were like, Yeah, but no. Well, and now he's like, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> because they they killed Gallifrey again. And now they're like, Gallifrey's dead. But it doesn't matter because Gallifrey's not the home planet anyway. We're going to find that out in the next season. That's what they're doing. Well, that's what I want to know about the Ruth Doctor. So I have a theory about the Division. I believe they split everything in two. I believe that they programmed mm. two people to be the, the Doctor. That. And that Dude. the Ruth doctor is literally another doctor, even Far though more. they've said that they they're kind of implying that the that the Ruth doctor is Jody doctor somehow. But I really feel like the division is more than one person because wasn't there a scene where it was like uh, one person in front and like a couple of people that they were talking to? Maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering that scene wrong, but but. You're 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 putting that's a far more interesting theory to me like that's that is so more interesting the division being like the cia the celestial celestial intervention agency that whole idea but like so they're they're branching this whole thing out or just branch out different timelines and somehow be working wasn't there like another kind of cool wasn't there like another gallifrey in the jadoon story what was that was that another there's like a whole branch of Gallifreyans hunting down Ruth Doctor, and well, and didn't they show Gallifrey? And and Jody's like, what? I just saw Gallifrey dead. According to this, though, that would have been past. That would have been pre-Hartnell time period for those people, because time travel, like, there's bound to be some over. Well, 
not really statistically, but there'd be overlap. But my impression is like those people are running around apparently in the future after it's time travel. And you know what I hate the most really actually even beyond uh, the doctor being special. Why does she get two TARDISes with, with working chameleon circuits and then just leaves them? I mean, I know she has history with the one, but really, I don't know. I don't like that. I do want to mention, I threw it up on screen here for a moment, but I do want to mention because Savannah's comment totally, that that is my whole point. Like Savannah said, no, the doctor is supposed to be normal or be a normal. And that's why the doctor goes to earth so much to feel important and special. At least that's her take. Yeah. On yeah, it. yeah. No, I agree with that. hundred yeah. percent. That's what makes, that's what makes the doctor special is that she, he was just a regular, a regular time Lord that decided to do something different and unique. I think, that, I think we're his puppies and he just can't keep a puppy alive. So he keeps coming here and playing with them. Even, even Turlo <laughs> and Tegan. Yeah. It's just sad all the time. Tegan's so sad. It annoys me. <laughs> was Turlo from earth? No, no. It, it, Turlo was planted on earth. I believe. Right? I think you're right. Cause he picked him up in like a private school and he was, a, he was a jerk there too. That's one of the things that's bothered me a lot since, or about the new doctor stuff is why don't they ever have aliens? Why are they always from earth? And they're always from now. They never had from a different time or a different planet. And it's oh, boring. Different unless, time. Unless big finish. Yeah, that's true. But the, the alien, like it's cheaper. Like you, 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 you're talking about having to put a, a cast member in, extensive makeup every episode if they're oh, like an they don't have that extensive makeup just just like i don't know fluff their eyebrows up or something and be like oh they're from this weird planet where they have fluffy eyebrows i don't well, know they can do lazy stuff and still make them not human one of my favorite classic companions uh was it Le- layla yeah i love layla she wasn't from earth and she, she was from like some primitive place so technically yeah, well, even though she looked like a human she was an alien I didn't know that she. Oh wait, yeah, you remember that? I just thought she was from Old Earth, but now that you say that, I do remember them stopping on a planet and then meeting them. Yeah, but weren't they like remnants of of humans? Like they crash landed there and then they just reverted back. They didn't have the stuff to continue with the technology. That's possible. She definitely was. Seem yeah. I mean, she was definitely kind of more human than like yeah. whatever. She well, went and lived on Gallifrey. I'm guessing with the Shabogans. because she decided she to walk a lot more than that was chameleon could. She wanted a girly man instead of a manly man because she was too much of a manly woman. I don't know. That was a whole weird thing. Uh, she needed, she needed to be there to protect the guy she loved. That's why she stayed. I'm pretty sure. It's I funny that that all these doctors seem to have like their favorite companions from the past, and mm-hmm. I don't understand why they don't ever, ever, ever visit them. You know, like why haven't we visited Susan? Why haven't we visited old Jamie McCrimmon while he's still alive? I don't know. Do you visit your ex-girlfriends? Because, I mean, maybe it's like that. No. Or even worse, your ex <laughs> but, I visit, but I visit oh. my family members who are old. Yeah, but they're not family. They are. That's the doctor's they're fam. fam. Eh. Well, this doctor's high or something. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> there was something that hadn't even occurred to me that I do want to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh also, I can't believe that this. I got salty. I got so angry about this. That you I did dropped an f bomb on the live stream. I I'm I can't believe it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's such a stupid show. 
Why why you gotta get so mad about it, Randy? <laughs> anyway, because you watched 50 years of the stuff, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I did. Something I hadn't thought about, but I seen this in another review where it was talking about how comparing this doctor to her male counterparts, and it wasn't one of those videos. Don't worry. Uh, right. But his point was like, this doctor doesn't have the agency that any of the previous doctors had. Things just happen to her or just said at her. Like the whole timeless, this whole timeless child thing, like it was just a thing that got said to her several times. And then the master shows up exposition dump while she's literally paralyzed in the matrix. And then when she comes out, uh, her one action, well, okay, no, she does the mind scream to get herself out of the matrix. I guess that's something. Right. She screamed the theme song. But uh, when she gets out, then then she's again, you're, you're standing in a time machine and you're telling me there's not enough time to figure out how to ri rig up a timer on this bomb. In a time machine? In it well, you're in a time machine. But yeah. so then she's gonna blow everything up, and then she doesn't even do that. Some old guy comes. Sorry, some old yeah. white guy comes. Some old white guy comes and replaces Ace of all things, <laughs> right? To hold the bomb. And well, he was uh, I, I feel like he's a, a replacement for the whatever with the war doctor. Yeah, but he was the war ace. Yeah. But if for the most part, if you think about it in terms specifically of this whole timeless child arc or whatever, she did nothing mm. other than just be there. And that's yeah. oh no, 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 she had to do something. She messed up in the past and just let the let the Cyberman have the Siberian. That's oh, yeah, did. you're right. The her one big decision, she did the thing that she was not supposed to do, which right. whatever. But she I couldn't figure it like... out then because women can't think of things. <laughs> Well, that's that's the thing is like, I feel like, OK, so at the end of this season, she finally gets that moment she should have had last season. Like Capaldi had this moment at the end of his first season where he's like, oh, OK, I I finally understand what kind of doctor I am. It's like she's just been floundering this whole mm -hmm. time. And then at this, she had to like sit and, and be paralyzed in the Matrix before she even got her groove back. and then. Then she comes out and she's still like, I'm going to blow everything and everyone and my home planet up unless some old guy comes and does it for me. So she's, right. Maybe she's just like, I'm going to blow and that's it. Yeah, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave. And that's another thing. So she ultimately, through the master, you know, by the master taunting her ultimately was like, wait, I can't do this. This isn't a very doctor thing to do because it's not because remember the one time you did do it, you repressed an entire uh, regeneration yeah. because of it. Like you were pretty mm -hmm. messed up. No, let's just do it again. Um, so an old guy comes and replaces her and gets some big, like kind of redemptive arc. It's like, no, we don't know you, dude. We yeah. don't know you. you showed up yeah. last episode. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. I don't have it emotions should... for you. You still remember when she was Eggleston, by the way, which is part of the reason that he's my favorite. But uh, she she let him do it, though. That's not her not doing it. That's just her letting yeah. someone else die doing the same thing. Like, she still allowed it to happen. So she might as well just have done it herself. And like she's it. kind of been doing that for her, her whole run. But letting they, someone else die and take the sacrifice. But that's something that traditionally the doctor has done anyway. That's true, but she's done I'm it. I'm not going to strain anybody, but you guys come out here with bazookas and start killing stuff. He does it all the time. That's yeah. that I'm okay with. 
but no, not. I just, I just feel like per capita, this doctor's <laughs> letting it happen almost every other episode or something. Maybe I'm wrong. It, it, it yeah. comes down to me. Like, Body count it, seems to be high. It comes down to the same. My part of this comes down to the same complaint I had with uh, the Mary Shelley episode or whatever, where sh- previous doctors would have come up with some clever way to resolve it in, in the right way or a better mm-hmm. way. And this mm-hmm. is the same thing where it's like she, even if she still was going to like, okay, we'll just kill everything on the planet. That's fine. Again, you're standing in a, I know Chibnall put in his, his patented, there's a timer. So we got to hurry up and resolve this. Everything's going to blow up Blow a timer again. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it was even like, Oh, I accidentally primed this. Sorry guys. So like yeah. shorter timer. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I think that, yeah, they're trying. Okay. So for all the guys that were all angry about, about being a woman, I think they've done worse at representing women than they have in all the previous ones. They, they, they screwed women making this doctor, the doctor that she's been, they should have left it a man. And then it wouldn't be so bad. Maybe because this is, this is like going backwards, making her stupid and not understand how to figure anything out. That's just, it's, it's messed up a little bit. The doctor does let yeah, Eccleston Eccleston wanted to kill everybody. Sorry. That's true. He did. <laughs> he wanted to kill all the Daleks in one, one go. He was, he was the anti Baker. He was like, mm-hmm. I yeah. remember that time on, on, uh, <laughs> Oh, I can't remember that. Scarrow. I remember that time on Scarrow when I could have killed them all. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. See, we needed a, a, a Eccleston with a vagina right now. That's what we needed. And we didn't get it. Eccleston with a vagina. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Audio listeners later won't. I, I was just laughing at Jesse's expression to that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Savannah says best doctor. Yep. <laughs> I'm assuming you're talking Savannah about Eccleston with a vagina. Yeah, that was a good doctor. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, it would have been best doctor. That was a pre Hartnell regeneration. <laughs> and, and more, I want more of the moisturize me, moisturize me. I love that bit, man. <laughs> anyway, continue on. As far the as last. we know, the curator is pretty Hartnell at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll we'll revisit a few of our favorite faces. A boat? I don't know what else to say. Uh they ruined everything? You ruined uh, everything, yeah. Doctor Who. It's so weird to get so angry about an episode that I kind of liked. It's yeah. just like yeah. it, I enjoyed it for the most part. If you cut out, I can over it's doctor who I, I like so many of the references. Things. I don't like what they did with any of them. Right. But yeah, if you cut out the one thing, I was like, eh, it's not a bad episode. It looked pretty good for the most part. They deadly assassined this thing. They went into the matrix. They talked about Shabogans. They talked to me like they did all these things from deadly assassin. They, they brought in a brains of Mobius, like all these things. I love. Uh, they did it. A- they did all the things Jesse wanted, but then they screwed it up afterwards. Yeah, they still messed it up. I love the master. I love the Cyberman. I, lo- I love the deadly assassin. How can you mess this up? You checked all the boxes, but then you took the boxes and made them into a blob of crap. And set the timer on it. I yeah. really like the idea <laughs> of... On it. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's, it's, yep. it's, I was about to say it's, it's Chipotle. It's... <laughs> 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 it's Chris Chipotle. 
It's Chris Chipotle. That's a spicy. He just, he, he, he'll put whatever you want in a burrito. That's a spicy <laughs> burrito bomb. You want, you want a Time Lord Cyberman burrito? Do it. Make it organic. I actually really like the idea of the master. I, Even though rewatching it, it clearly wasn't his plan going in. I don't know what his plan was. But the idea of him trying to take all the Time Lord knowledge of, from the Matrix, putting it in his brain, and then also the Siberium, and having all the Cybermen knowledge in his brain, like combining that, like that's a, that's a pretty good idea for a master plan. But but I mean, how much space? How much storage space? Siberium in, in there, it'll be spicy. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, let's see how many terabytes is uh, the Matrix and Siberium, and then how many do I have in my brain available? That's what I would do before that. Paul says, but now she's out. Now she's in time out to think about what she's done. Now she's in time out to think about what she's done and has time to find out who she is. Paul well, does the thing. If we, Paul does the thing. I noticed Melanie does. It has done a little bit this episode where like you're doing the writer's job trying to yeah. justify the bad writing. Paul well, does that a little bit too, and I get it. Like you want the show to be better. I do, I, and that is part of the fun of Doctor Who. Like there's always been plot holes. There's always been issues, oh, God, but like. Yeah. It's also part of why there's certain mysteries you just never touch, like the doctor's name, because it's fun to speculate about that. Like, I love that we still don't know the doctor's actual name. It's fun to speculate what it could be or what that means, but we need to never know. It, right? His name is the doctor. That's what it is. Right. He picked uh, his name. And it's the doctor. Another issue with the time, the timeless child reveal is that, listen, you're at, we're there at almost like 60 years of Doctor Who stuff. Like, you're going to, have to retcon you're gonna have to like you're gonna stumble across stuff that doesn't that contradicts but if you're gonna do a big retcon try to at least make sure it plugs more holes than it opens the mm -hmm. few like the brain of morbius the few things that it kind of like brings in doesn't outweigh the numerous things that it then contradicts in the classic series and the new series like the 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 sims master there's a whole bunch of like little nuggets we get during him his thing where how they come up with their names, uh, staring into the void and all that. Like this undoes a whole bunch of that stuff. And it's like, that was only, you know, like uh, less than 10 seasons ago. Right. And Maybe trend lore, like we're never going to, we're never going to see the end. Like what trends lore was a big dud anyways, but mm -hmm. like there's no end to her now. So nothing is, I mean, like it's, it's not likely that we're going to actually see, um, it's it's not likely that we're actually going to see the doctor die ever because that's the whole that's the whole gimmick of her character or his character but like there's no threat of it now they're timeless i, I think they should hire me as a writer and then i'll fix their problems and then the show will be amazing and everyone will be okay they don't hire american writers and if they did they wouldn't start with you or at least that's what they told joe hill right. so yeah, that's i know King, well, and okay, and so then the Brendan thing was just a filter thrown on top of an actual memory. Like, yeah, what a weird, dumb way to treat that. And and what does it have to do with anything, Eden? Though, why why bring that up at all? That doesn't really apply. It's just I mean, to it, throw a question mark on it, kind of like putting question marks on the Seventh Doctor's lapels. <laughs> yeah, it's like, unnecessary. It's just like, there. The also, question. That the flashback Question. that little brand brendan side plot you know that happened in the last episode 
did not play like that was something the doctor was remembering or anything. It played no. like just its own little thing that didn't really tie into anything. You're like, well, it's setting something up. But in this episode, the master's like, I sent you those visions of the Brandon guy. And she, yeah, yeah. Again, exposition. Again. And it's like the doctor what? didn't acknowledge that she was seeing that no. at all in that episode. No, that's no, and bad. It didn't, make, it didn't make any sense. It didn't have anything to do with anything. Really? Well, I'm going to send you a fake. Was that fake or not? Maybe it was real. It doesn't matter either way. It does. It does. Showing her that doesn't further her knowledge of the no. plan. At all. There's no reason to do it. And why would he do that anyway? Like he wanted to blow her mind. Why would he tell her anything if he made such a big deal of just telling her? And then supposedly you know is this is this is supposedly potentially a apology from her adopted mother who wiped her memory. You know what? So she wouldn't get it anyway. I think it's because the master actually is a girl and she's like. I know it's a secret that I want to tell you, but I can't tell you because I promised I wouldn't tell you, but I'm going to anyway. Yeah, it's a point, but not yet. That's, that's why, that's why. It's because Master's a girl. That's, do that's you, the only reason. Do I you guys that. buy the Master being so upset by this discovery that he would then kill yeah, the entirety I, of Gallifrey? Imagine if your nemesis ended up being the one. How horrible would that be? Come on. Yeah. That's why I say like the, the I think Sims the, Master in particular would not be okay with this. I feel like the master's pretty well written. It's just like you've got mm -hmm. one well written character revolving around a very bad, lazy plot. And you know what I would do? I would be like, "This is you. You're this," and then I would blow us all up right then. You know, and not there's nothing else that needs to come from this. You showed your nemesis that she's the one, and you hate her for it, and then you kill her. That's that should be all there. Here's is. a bunch of stuff. Is your mind blown? I wonder what. I wonder what all this blank space is going to be. Guess what? You won't find out. Click. Yeah. Is your mind alone? Well, it's about to be now. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Like Matrix, uh, what was that? Matrix Revolutions. We're in the white room now, baby. I barely remember that one. That's oh. the good one. <laughs> is Wait, it, is, that the is, one it? is that the one with the albinos that like fly through cars? They that was I the, liked that one. I liked that was the good. second one, reloaded. Okay. Yeah. I thought there was fun stuff in that, but then the payoff in Revolutions was garbage. Revolutions was not good. No. It's the war movie. Well, oh, I didn't want a war movie. I wanted a Matrix movie. Oh, what I is this? That. that was the that was the sexy drum movie. No, Which that one? was reloaded. That with might the have been drums. Oh, was yeah. It? There, yeah. Yep. No. Was it? Reloaded, well, reloaded was okay. I don't remember three at all then, because everything that I keep thinking of is two. Reloaded <sighs> well, was the Matrix sucked anyway after the first. Well, in this, the Matrix sucked too. In Deadly Assassin, there was quicksand, and I think we should not allow in Trial of the Time Lord. There was like a crazy fun house, and you had to chase the Valiard through it. Man, the Matrix has really gone downhill. All of the Matrixes stop doing them. All of them. Is that how we got to the Matrix? Because we, I don't, uh, know. I don't know. know. Space Jesus. <laughs> it is. Maybe Ch maybe Chibi's just like a huge fan of the Matrix films, and this is his way of like. I didn't realize he was like a. I mean, I knew he was a Who fan, but I didn't realize he was a hardcore Doctor Who fan from back in the day because there's footage of him on TV, super nerdy, his super nerdy self in the '80s on TV complaining about Doctor Who. Oh man, maybe it's all trying to tie it into something different, like the Space Baby from. Uh, Space 
And that's Doctor Who right there. Space baby. Might as well be. <laughs> Might as well be. That's how I felt. I was like, okay, yep, nope, that's what they're doing. Space baby, space Jesus. And even though, even though it's probably not, like it felt like showing the timeless child as an African American girl, and then the very first uh, regeneration being into an Asian girl. Like after Jodie Whittaker is the first doctor. Now every regeneration we've seen within her tenure has been female. No, there was kind of like retcon. There was a a male or two, but they were always non-white. That is something that hadn't even occurred to me. But I in one of those random, very toxic. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they picked that up and ran. It hadn't even occurred to me until one of them was like. And that's about the time I clicked the videos off. I was like, okay, yep. Uh, that's how that's how all those videos go. I start watching it. I'm like, oh, this guy, uh, okay, maybe he's angry. Well, really, if you look at the at the at the Earth, they would the the the, the likelihood of them being white is like not that high. No, that's right? totally valid. But somebody was like, one of the one of the guys, he was like, well, of course, now it's timeless children at all. POC little girls. So the doctor was a POC. I was a PO, oh, people of color. And I was like, people of color. And I was like, oh, okay. Yep. Nope. Click. You know what, I wanna know, how come the doctor is never other aliens too? I mean, Fair. did the time lords come from people? Because never a Silurian. What? Never a Silurian. Right. Well, I mean, Gallifreyans. Or Shabogans. Right, they, that's true. They look human. They just look human. They have a second heart. I think there was some other thing that. What about it, Jadoon? Why can't they be Jadoon? And then because because those the lagoon with the balloon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just saying, you know. So, the, the doctor should be. With a balloon. I want to see that now. Potato doctor, Savannah says. Yes, should be a potato doctor. There you go. And we make liquor out of him. Another thing that's interesting is like, so did the Shabogans have two hearts and the doctor conveniently also is a race that had two hearts. Ooh, yeah. That's a huge plot hole. Yeah. I always thought the doctor came or not the doctor, but the time Lords were like people that like, like, like a river song that were born in the time stream. And that's how they became the time Lords. That's what I always imagined I think, in my brain, I, but they never really talked about it. I think throughout the course of the series, there's been maybe two different explanations for like the regenerations, right? But the the river song is a uh, thing is convoluted enough, and I never really liked that. But this is like makes it even more that even more of a mess. Right. It's like, so if <laughs> so if in order to be able to regenerate, you have to have the doctor's DNA in you. In River Song, what we thought was she was able to regenerate because she was born a human, but born so close to the time stream because she was conceived or whatever was conceived on the TARDIS. I don't want to go where my mind is going with this. That's exactly my point. Like, there's no way that that makes sense unless you go in a way that's really bothersome given the Dr. River Song's history. Right. The River Song, everything about that was stupid. This makes it even more stupid. That's how stupid this is. (laughs) Well, and then, so, like, there was that whole, like, uh, idea that uh time lords were only uh, like they were more of a status like like i don't know time lords get real dicey in that are they a race or are they a status a status that you uh gain when you go to the academy or whatever 
because mm-hmm. that was a whole thing. Like they went to the academy, they gained Time Lord status. I I think at some point they even said that's where you were uh, given your regeneration cycle. Like not every Gallifreyan has regenerations. Paul says I don't think so. That lady uh, that basically I'm paraphrasing because I don't know what her and name was either. Why, how that, do you know how to spell her name? The, la- the lady that um, discovered the timeless child, he says, seemed surprised about the two heart thing. I don't remember that. Well, did she? I, I don't know. I don't know if she was surprised, but she was. I know she listened to her heart a couple times. I mean, if that's the case, but that was a what do you call it when you do a montage? That was like a montage, so we can't really read that much out of a montage. Who knows what she was surprised at? It could have been anything. I know one thing for sure. It wasn't a cranky old white guy. He wasn't the first doctor, and that makes cranky old white guys even crankier. I yeah. want to. You know what they need to do? Screw all this weird. Random, I want to find out how he has a granddaughter. That's what I want to know. How? Yeah. Yeah, they haven't even touched that. How are you going to do this whole thing where the doctor's not even from Galfrey, from another dimension? It's like, what about Susan? What about obviously he had a family at some point, like. How has no one ever revisited that? They touched right. on it during Capaldi's era, which was super, or maybe it was, I think it was Capaldi's era. They touched on it, which was super interesting. Yeah. Just never went anywhere. It's like, no, that, that's like fertile storytelling yeah. ground. Right. Oh, yeah. That's something we've never, we've always speculated about and never seen at all. We didn't ask for all this sudden hidden mystery uh, background that we we don't want. It's because people think that there's nothing rewarding in normalcy, but they're wrong because nobody cares about this like super extravagant bullcrap that just ruins things rather than, you know, the little boring stuff that actually makes a big impact on the overall story of this guy's life, you know? Savannah brought up the doctor's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. The doctor's daughter, clone doctor. We see one episode flies away and never comes back. Yeah, that in real life married a doctor, which is weird. You think that's why? <laughs> like, no, we got to set up. They the were already married. Thing. They were already married before that. And um, and isn't it weird that they female they female cloned the doctor? Uh, I mean, never mind. Let's go on. Come uh, on. That's kind of interesting. Like, why have they never touched what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I never mind. We have to stop. Okay. Yeah, it's getting late. I'm sorry. No, why? Just I mean, like I don't know. I don't know how we were going to cut this short because holy moly, we had to not. We should have not done news, but whatever. Right. Um, uh, there's conferences that's going on around now. That's what I'm saying. Or you're not in Omaha. Never mind. We're disregarding. Oh, school stuff. Okay, so hey. Hire Big Finish to write the show. Please. You're just stealing their stuff anyways. That was the other thing. No payoff to that. Just steal Big Finish plot lines. Just stealing the Silver Turk stuff. Okay. No rhyme or reason. No payoff. Just steal Big Finish stuff and allude to Big Finish stuff. But that's all it is. Easter eggs. We love this. This show, that show, this show is part of the reason that the Grolix podcast exists. It's great. (laughs) <laughs> that's true like the master right now baby like people might <laughs> i could man that's i yeah i could go into some uh current master monologues about this episode that's for sure uh, 
<laughs> Where's that death particle? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, by, by the way, uh, Chibnall, you're gonna feel wrung out after this episode. I didn't feel wrung out. No. I was angry. I wish I, I was a. Ro- I wish I was a robot too. <laughs> Me and the lone Cyberman both wish we were robots right now. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't really understand what's going on with, the, with that thing either. Why he's not acceptable or whatever, but it's boring either way. Hey, Melanie. What? What should people be amazed about? Oh, um, poop. Okay, here we go. I think they should be amazed that scientists made a functional replica of human-sized organs at one millionth, one millionth the size. So scientists have a uh, a human body like on a chip, um, so they can test new drugs on them. And see what happens to all the organs in in under a microscope, but they're real, actual human organs, and that's amazing for medicine. I'm I'm excited about it. Wait, did they just develop a tissue compression? <laughs> I mean, no, they 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 like I think they three three D printed. I'm not sure, but they oh, created organs. So the opposite or organs, or however created organs so that are human organs, tiny, but tiny, tiny people. Tiny so yes. if you kill a tiny, tiny, almost microscopic person, is it still murder? Because that sounds like what they're doing. They don't give them brains. They're not allowed to give anything a human brain. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. Were they ever a zygote? No. Okay. No zygotes. Even even their hybrids aren't allowed to have human brains. So there you go. They do have hybrids. They have they have man uh pig hybrids, but they don't have human brains, so it's okay. Because as soon as they put a brain in it. It's then, Frankenstein and Mary Shelley might have something to say about that. It's um what's that what's that guy we interviewed? Which one? Uh, with the with the pig that uh killed the killed a bunch of people and Oh, then, uh, Robert Muller uh Oink. Yeah, Oink uh Hell's Butcher. Uh Yes, that's what it is. Ooh. That's what happens when you make human pig hybrids with people brains. And so full metal Full Metal Alchemist, yes, things. or really bad mobster Daleks in New York with pigmen in the sewer. Oh, that too. The sewer adds a whole grosser element to it. Yeah, they just live there, like fat burgers. <laughs> Jesse, you got anything going on? Uh, no, I just want you guys to listen to the sixth uh, birthday anniversary special. Really. I mean, that's the main thing. Uh, that and Grand Comic Con still coming up. That'll be the thing at the end of the month. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I also, like Jesse, want you to listen to the sixth uh, year. Sixth. What, what did we call it again? That's a secret. Bur- birthday. Yeah. That's a, that's a secret. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Go listen to that episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, we didn't even call it that. John Smith or one of the clones. I don't want to give away too much. Listen, there's clones. There's talk of clone, the aliens made clones. There's a uh, time travel. There's a uh, like mutants. They have like horns and scales and stuff. At one point, I have a theory. We about pass that. out multiple times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and amazingly, there is a, a plot that can be followed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With less holes than this episode of Doctor Who. It's true. It's true. I didn't want to die. Maybe they're just using AI to write it, and Shibble's like around. Work. He's like on vacation, and they're they have an AI, an AI doing all the work. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, 
Hmm. I, I think it would that, still make more sense. Yeah. I made the joke that like they just fed an AI all the Doctor Who scripts, big finish scripts and everything. And that's what that's what wrote this season. And then I started playing a little solo adventure on with uh, AI Dungeon where I was the doctor and it got very confused about who the doctor was. But I did meet AI Dungeon knows Doctor Who, though, because I didn't right. mention I didn't mention the TARDIS. I don't think. And it, it mentioned the TARDIS crew. It put me with Polly. I met an old Rose Tyler. I was like, AI knows Doctor Who. Yeah. Probably because Chimnal was in there. <laughs> Chimnal was in there. Chimnal, was... Chibi Chipotle. <laughs> Chibi Chipotle and his his uh, Siberian burrito. I don't want to be so like hard on the guy because he wrote and produced one of my favorite single seasons of television of all time. The first season right. of Broadchurch is amazing. The yep. second season of Broadchurch, though, is shades of retcons that mm -hmm. don't work for me so i should yep. have seen this coming yeah and then the third season is just better by comparison to the second season right yeah yeah <laughs> still the still never measured up to that first season the best parts of it were ties back to that first season because the third season worked because they basically retconned the entirety of the second season like, yeah, you know what? Kind let's of, just reset kind of like you know what let's just have them be cops again how can <laughs> they be cops after the second season they just are okay. Are. It's okay. It's fine. I don't know what this. In, oh, maybe to clones. Man, bear pig. Paul says. Um, GCU wise, we've got uh, the, the third Friday the Thirteenth special coming up this coming week, uh, this Monday, um, and uh, that'll be it for a while. Then we'll GCU be on a break, but you should definitely check that out. And if you haven't checked out the last episode, you should. But I'm pretty sure I promoted this last week, so I won't mention it again. And if you like mind-bending stuff like the Timeless Children, you'll actually like the GCU episode where they mash up Mandy and uh, was a Color Out of Space. Yeah, Color Out of Space. I think you should have had an extra guest on and had me on that show because I I totally could have done an awesome matchup. No, yeah, I yeah, you should have should have especially since that's the first like Nicolas Cage uh, movies we've done on the on yeah. GCU. The Nick Cage fight. We're bringing it back. Maybe at some be point. Season five be all Nick Cage. The Nick Cage fight. Oh man, that could be fun. <laughs> be Except for leaving Las Vegas, that won't be fun. <laughs> There's no way to mash that up in a in a way that's fun. Well, that means we have to do it now. <laughs> the yeah. harder to mash up, the better. The better. The better it is, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Wild at heart and leaving Las Vegas. Wild at Heart. I don't want to watch. Maybe I do. I'll watch Wild at Heart again someday. Wait, what's Wild at Heart? Uh, it's David Lynch, but it's it's not it's it's not one of my favorite David Lynch movies. Oh, I'm thinking. That, I want to say it's like a, a. I thought it was a movie with a blind girl that rides a horse, but I, that must be a different movie that has something to do with Wild Hearts. That's not Heart Heart of the Wild. No, I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. Um, no, it's Nicholas Cage. That's Angel Laura. Heart. No, <laughs> no, that's that's Mickey Rourke. It's Nicholas Cage and Laura Dern, and Nicholas Cage is unhinged as usual, doing like an Elvis impersonation basically the whole time, and it's weird, yeah. and it's 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 very David Lynch still, but it's like the more like Technicolor bright weird Americana David Lynch, like just straight through. I, I like, like black and white monkey David Lynch. I do, I do. That is, I like a black and white. Uh, talking to monkey with a human mouth, David Lynch. That's what I want to see. <laughs> or David recasting David Bowie 
after he died with a tea kettle. That's what I want to see. <laughs> True story. With James Twin Dean. <laughs> James oh, Dean. Man. Let's get CGI James Dean again. As a tea kettle. At his, yeah, there you go. All right, everybody. Grawlixpodcast.com. G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. And if you're listening, if you've managed to get this far, if you're listening to audio, uh, remember you can we, we do this live uh Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central at the time for the time being. Now that the Doctor Who season is over, we might be more prone to taking a week off here and there or a couple weeks off. I don't know. Randy needs a vacation, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> things are lining up good to where maybe I could take a take an extended break from some stuff, but um yeah but or you can always watch the video replays of these later uh on our facebook page or you can go to grolicspodcast.com slash live and always see the most recent video on there all right everybody barry manilow that's in reference to oh paul said oh mandy you came in yeah okay oh no 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 paul no 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 paul Bad Paul. Yep. Bad. Spectane. I'm gonna put a gonna put a Time Lord cape on you. It's garbage. <laughs> I love that you that you're so hung up on the cape. The I cape hate is really that. sticking point for you. I hate it. It's gonna be great for cosplay, but it's stupid. I don't like when you can tell they do things where like this will be great for cosplay. <laughs> right, right. They, they, I mean the 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 doctor's current outfit is one of those things where you could tell they're like, Oh, this will be good for cosplayers. Yeah. Uh, It'll make a cute build a bear. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's an all product, but still come on. All right, everybody have a good weekend. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to Grolix nights, our special weekly live Grolix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grolixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grolixpodcast. That's the secret. Don't tell anyone is the title of the episode that just went up. It should be. It should be episode ninety nine point nine eight seven or something like that. It really should. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we put out sixteen episodes between since the uh, episode one hundred pre show. <laughs> yes. <laughs>